push the button. The button has been pushed. The button has been pushed. Welcome yes. to the Button Has Been Pushed podcast. We push buttons, we talk things. It's all very, very good. We push buttons, we talk things? Yes, very good. Do we? I push button when I come in the house. It's what the we light do. come on. We push buttons and talk push, things. You, don't you mean you have to flick a switch? Or are you, you're that fancy that you... This podcast is over. <laughs> that's, that's a rich money right there, pushing buttons. <laughs> rich, man, of... rich man's light switch right there. Yeah. <laughs> I got the I got the clapper light switch there. Uh, or the snapper. The snapper. <laughs> the hipster light switch. Yeah. <laughs> the hipsters don't even have to use lights; they use candles. <laughs> <laughs> they don't believe in the idea of light. <laughs> yeah, they 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 be like lights are taking electricity from Mother Earth. <laughs> Earth Earth Mother will be cries itself to sleep. This is a this is a free range organic uh, earwax candle. <laughs> this is a hippie thing now. <laughs> This is a, uh, this is the Postman podcast. If you haven't figured it out, or you subscribe to the wrong subscribing thing, or you really want to hear us talk about switches all day, switches oh. and buttons. Hello, I am Lewis, and this is the Posterman podcast. What I just said, <laughs> starring Elijah. Hey, starring Ken. Hello, and me. Tyler is not here. <laughs> Who? Nobody. <laughs> Tyler will be replayed today by a broom. Thank you, Broom Tyler. Uh, <laughs> broom Tyler is so Tyler. Broom Tyler isn't even here. I know, right? Uh, the movie this week, we start a new month of theme, which is back to school. Oh, is that the thing we're doing this month? Yeah, it's yeah. school movies. School movies. School and movies. Aren't we already, like, in... Like August, like don't 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 deny that. Don't don't, don't argue with don't argue with this, Lewis. Just just go with it. Just just, just don't. They've, don't stop pulling the curtain and throwing it on the floor. They've not lined up with calendar months for as long as we've been doing it. Okay, I it's just want fine. to make sure. Just it's our version of a month. We've created a new month. It is postertober. Okay, please do it. Don't. Can you not? Mess with the bang the chair against the leg of the of the table. It makes loud noises. It makes loud noises. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, it's fine. You can play with the chair. I don't care. Just don't knock it against the table. Got it. Uh, the movie that we have chosen first was Easy A. Ken, plot synopsis. Plot synopsis. A clean-cut high school student relies on the school's rumor mill to advance her social and financial standing. I've seen Easy A real quick. I thought we were doing Paris Bueller's Day Off. Lewis, you need to read. I've seen Easy A though. I know. You need to read. But, the, I, but, I, the, but I even left it. The, I even left it for a good long couple of days, where it was Easy A, and then I even spelled it out. <laughs> Sounds good, Easy A. Good uh, choice. Oh. <laughs> uh. Because we had to switch because Tyler picked Ferris Bueller. That's what I here. thought. Okay. Ah, uh, see, I was confused. Uh, either way, I've seen Easy A. Okay. I was wondering why you were like, oh, okay. You were looking for the Ferris Bueller's Day Off poster. Well, hey, was... spoiler alert, everybody. Ferris Bueller's next. Uh, is is Tyler going to be with us next week? To the best of my knowledge, from when I talked to him a couple hours earlier, yes. So maybe. All right. Yes. So we take everything with a grain of salt because Tyler's schedule is Tyler's schedule. Yes. So truth. Tyler's schedule is subject to ch- subject to change without notice, least of all his notice, and especially our notice. Yep. So yes, it's easy. Eh? Got it. 
somehow we're doing easy. Uh, can you read that again? Sure. A clean-cut high school student relies on the school's rumor mill to advance her social and financial standing. Which is kind of awful. Yeah, that's not right at all. It's not really right at all. No. That was a terrible one. Yes. If you just read that plot synopsis, this sounds like an awful movie. Well, it, it, it sounds like not the movie that we got. Yeah, this is most definitely not that at all. Because like, this, th- like, this makes it sound like her motivation for running the rumor mill is is selfish, but she's yeah. not selfish. Yeah. She does it to help people out. Well, you're telling me this isn't this isn't a movie about tutoring to get an A? Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> it's not. It's not that movie <laughs> where people make money. It's not. It's not Babysitter starring John Leguizamo. It's oh not, my god, that was an interesting movie. It's not. It's not. I'll tell you that. That not, was a. Oh, that lady's got a, a nice rackage. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um no, but it's Emma Stone, Amanda Bynes, Thomas Hayden Church, Stanley Tucci, uh, Lisa Kudrow. Am I missing anybody? Other big uh, names? What's the black kid's name? Ali Mashalka. Not <laughs> really a big <laughs> name, but... Her little brother! Oh, the little brother. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making it up over here. I thought you were talking about the guy at the end's lover. No, no, no. He ran off with a black guy. Who's... And the teacher who played the sand guy. It's Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know his name. I just know I know who he is. He's the Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> and who's the and what's the guy's name again? The one who made Captain America? Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. It's a good movie. Then there's that girl who danced in La La Land. Oh, I will say this. I will say this. <laughs> she was also Gwen Stacy. What uh-huh. makes me really ma- you know, in this when I first saw this movie, I had a bigger crush on Amanda Bynes than I did on uh, Emma Stone. Uh, I feel like at that time, Amanda Bynes, Bynes was uh, she, was was a uh, higher yeah she, star she, caliber. She was, yeah, she, this would have been like the beginning of start the rise, the beginning of the of, of, of Emma Amanda Stone's, Bynes' descent, and the yeah. beginning of Emma Stone's. I wonder meteoric rise now, to awesomeness. Well, I wonder if Emma Stone made Amanda Bynes go crazy. Yes, she poisoned yes, 100% her hundred percent on sure. the on the. It was this uh, script alone. This, this is Amanda Bynes' last movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> You've just discovered it. You figured it out. This was all she trust. She's like, I yeah. want to be you. I don't think anybody in their right mind has ever said that about Amanda Bynes. Oh, but oh, sure, I used to have the biggest crush on Amanda Bynes. Yeah, but that's not you. Don't want to be Amanda we're, Bynes. I know what movie we're gonna watch next. It is her last <laughs> movie. We're going back to school, and Amanda Bynes had plenty of movies of going back to school. That's true. She I did. Mean, she did. <laughs> you were going to steal my, my debatable shenanigan to movie. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is playing anywhere. Because I saw, was watching this movie, like, Amanda Bynes has done a lot of back to school movies. I can name two off the top of my head right now. One with Channing Tatum, who plays Duke. She's the man. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and that's the second time playing a guy named Duke. And that, <laughs> the interesting thing about that is it would be. Another heavily literary, or less, actually more literary, because She's the Man is a rip of uh, As You Like It, which, whichever, 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 it's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an adaptation, a loose adaptation of, I was about to say, both her one movies of, are loose One of Shakespeare's plays. Yeah, I just forget which one. Because there's also Sydney White, where it's this play on the Snow White. Now movies. I have a question. Easy, was Easy A did Easy A co- like was it? It was right after. Um, it wasn't right after Superbad. It was like a year or two after. But this was. But was this Emma Stone's 
first big role after Superbad. Let me let me double check for you. Because I remember when I first saw Emma Stone in this, I was like, whoa, this chick lost some weight. Not that she was heavy to begin with, but she was a little thicker in Superbad. And then when she came out in this, I was like, whoa, she's, she's a lot still thinner. Like a teenager in that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Still, I'm just telling you what I just telling you what. Oh what, what, no! It was uh the the Amanda but yeah the definitely the Emma Stone train was on its rise because Zombieland was before Easy A, so mm. it was it was 2007 was super bad and then that movie was 2010 so three years. Yeah, so she definitely lost the baby fat. Yeah, Zombieland was 09, so that was her. Yeah. That was start. That was the start of the roller coaster because The Rocker and The House Bunny came out in two thousand eight, and that was like, okay, these are fun, but they're not anything to break the bank. Mm. Then she was in Ghost of Girlfriends Wait, Past. She was, she, was in, she was in House Bunny. Yeah, she's the nerdy girl that gets. Ah, uh, yeah. She's the one with the glasses and all that. Sick. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Like all shenanigans. Shakespeare's not given credit for she's the man in the writing credits. Let's, uh, let's get the let's get the uh, house shenanigans. Of Shakespeare on the phone. <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hello, this is Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Oh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. Uh, we we have a lawsuit for you. Let's go back to two thousand and I think it's eight or nine, and you need to go sue this movie company. Two thousand six. Oh, I'm sorry. Two thousand and six. I apologize, Shakespeare. We're going too far in time. What is the movie? She's the man. Ah, uh, yes. Did you give approval? No. Oh man, we gotta get the lawsuits out. Well, theoretically. Shakespeare was in the public domain, but... <laughs> Shakespeare, you're in the public domain. See. <laughs> the Spanish now, now he's... Oh, now I, called, he's... I called L Shakespeare. <laughs> he's he's, he's German-Italian Shakespeare. <laughs> oh. Alright, so the one thing that is so memorable about this movie to me is, uh-huh. the, is the song that she sings, Knock on Wood, where she's singing, you know, I got a pocket full of sunshine. No, 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 no. Where she sings and the climax. Sings, oh, the oh the Kadan song. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. It's called Knock on yeah. Wood. And what's really funny is that, like, when I when so prior to hearing this song and prior to seeing this movie, my friends and I we went to a Sweet Sixteen party in two thousand and six, and we were driving to this party and we heard this song Knock on Wood play on the radio. And we lost it because we thought it was, like, the coolest song we ever heard. But we didn't, like, nobody knew who it was. And for the longest time, like, I, I went online and I tried to remember the lyrics and I tried to Google it and I, nothing came up. And then when I heard that song, I literally stood up. I was like, holy shit, that is that song that I've been needing. And I, I literally Googled it, went on Facebook and tagged everybody and I'd be like, this is our song. <laughs> Knock on wood. You didn't just wait for the end credits to be like, who made the song? No, no, I, I couldn't. I, I, it was, it was, I, I've been waiting to hear that song again since 2006. So four years later, you were yeah. like, let's do this. Yeah, you kidding me? I had yeah. to wait. I had to wait for so long. But yeah, that's one of the most memorable things in that movie is me remembering that song. Because it's the only song that, it was the, it was the dirtiest song the band knew how to play. But it's 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 a lot of fun. It the is. dialogue in this movie is great. Love every minute of it. Can't if ninety minutes flies by. That's all. That's all I really have to say about it. Truth. It is. It is the the script is. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Uh huh. It's 
it's really it's really just fun and then you just forget like how it all start like even in like a teenager sort of way you kind of forget like how it all started and you're like wait a minute how did this all start and then you're like oh yeah she lied about one weekend in the beginning of the movie to get to not have to go hang out with her friend's parents really right i will say that uh stanley tunchi plays a really good dad i feel like he's so they're a really fun family yeah like Um, it's so understand like I one of one of my notes is something to the or her parents are entirely cool too cool to be real. Yeah. yeah. Like just to be so understanding and yeah. like you know what I mean? Like it it was But I'm adopted. Who told, told him? him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and and then finding out that her mom was a big sluice. And yeah, at the end, yeah. <laughs> I used to just think about like, nope, nope, stop it. <laughs> Oh, I like how we couldn't go to uh, Red Lobster, so we went to the Lobster Shack, but it had similar bags to Red Lobster. <laughs> looked an awful lot like I was like, oh, those look an awful lot like Red Lobster bags. <laughs> Just called the Lobster Shack. Uh, the movie just has fun. It it just it just is fun. I can't. Like, Thomas Hayden Church is also entirely too cool of a teacher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that dude definitely looks like he slept with his students. That's what you thought, like, some of the time. And then you're like, oh, no, he legitimately just cares. And then you realize, oh, Lisa Kudrow's the evil one. All right, I'm in. Yeah, like, Thomas Hayden Church is, is the, yeah, he's sort of the prototypical, like, cool Hollywood, you know, cool movie teacher. Like, you know, the teacher that... That there are teachers, there are teachers out there who are almost as cool as Thomas Hayden Church is, but they're either not cool enough, or they're a little bit of a prick, or they're a little bit too old, or they're, they're never. It's it's not quite right. And even I think even I think you could maybe make the argument that Thomas Hayden Church is a little bit too old to be as cool as he is in this movie. Or to be as cool as he is perceived by the body politic in this movie. But at the same time, um, he is... I, I really like him in this movie. I, I mean, I like Thomas Hayden Church. Not that I've seen him in a lot of stuff, but in, in most of the things that I've seen him in, I'm like, this Thomas Hayden Church guy is yeah, I pretty like, right. I like his... I don't know. There's something about his face that I feel like shows so much emotion. That makes any sense. I mean, like, you could always... Like, I don't... Yeah, people can vote. Yeah, like I, 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 I liked him in this a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I the one thing that I way I went watching this movie, I was very envious of being like, oh, I, I wish my parents were, were like her parents, so cool and understanding and, and rich, you know. And uh, they weren't; they were immigrants, so they were relatively. Strict. You guys gush about Lobster Johnson. Uh Guess who plays Lobster Johnson? I know Johnson. who plays Lobster Johnson. That's why I was like, uh, Ken, you need to watch Lobster. You need to watch Just a Let Alone for the Lobster Johnson part. Thomas Hayden Church plays Lobster uh, Johnson. Because Lobster Johnson's great in the new Hellboy. I love you, Lobster Johnson. Um, but yes, those in, everybody everybody in this in this movie is entirely too rich. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, was, that was what I was thinking. They were like, well, it is like wine country california but so. i think it's also making fun of like the I, john hughes movies too because a lot of john sure. hughes projects there were the bigger like in like in 60 candles they had that huge house mm. uh what 
it's uh, Ferris Bueller's house. Like Ferris Bueller has all that tech in that in that house and all that mm. other stuff. Uh, I think Uncle Buck is a one. Is Uncle Buck one? John Hughes? Yeah, I don't know. Plane train is Uncle Buck. To to the internet. Uh, it's other planes, trains, automobiles, or well, Home Alone's house is huge too, and that's oh. a John Hughes movie. Uh, Writer, we want director. Whoa, though. whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, Uncle yeah, Buck, Buck, yes. <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles, yes. Whoa, Thomas. Thomas Sixteen Taylor. Candles, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. She's having a baby. Uncle Buck, Curly Sue. Those are the John Hughes director movies. Uh, he has written he wrote, he wrote a, a whole pile more. Yeah, I was about to say he wrote a ton. Um, but Holy. yeah, he 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 does he puts a lot of fancy scenery in it, and it's a very. I think this movie was trying to be a John Hughes movie, so it's very you can tell by okay them referencing a, the romance movies of that of the eighties time, yeah. like say anything. Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller. They reference that all the time. Like even she does a nod to Ferris, Ferris Bueller, which is in the shower. She makes Ferris Bueller's mohawk hair. Yeah, that he does in the shower in the beginning. Well, real, real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, not real quick, but like, I thought Amanda Bynes' character. Like, I don't know what it is about Amanda Bynes, but she played a really good like, like abstinent. You know what I mean? Like overzealous religious person. Yeah, like I don't know what it is. Like, but like, she just is. Like she just is, she just knows how to play like either like a really ditzy person, or like I don't know this type of character. Somewhat insane, yes. Yeah, like overzealous it, insanity. Yeah, yes. like I wonder if she was even playing a character. To be honest with you, if this was her last movie role before she went ape shit. There you go. This movie turned her into how crazy she was. Fucking Emma Stone ruining it. <laughs> Amanda Bynes. Amanda, if you're listening, know that we we still care. The poster men here still care, except for Tyler. <laughs> he does not care. He doesn't care, but we do. He might care. We don't know. We should ask him. I don't know. Let me text him. Maybe he's awake. Uh, but this was Amanda Bynes. Not Amanda Bynes. I got to be saying it. Uh, Emma Stone had dropped out of Sucker Punch to do this movie. Oh, she was smart. That was a good choice. Yeah. I know. Was she going to be the the lead in Sucker Punch? I don't know. That's all. That's all the information I have. Uh, uh, probably not. What? Thank you, phone, for changing it to Amanda Bynes. Uh, <laughs> what are we? What are we? I have? was trying to smile, Amanda Bynes, to text you wanted me to see if Tyler cares about Amanda Bynes. So I was seeing if Tyler cares about Amanda Bynes. Um, with a Y. Yeah, I was trying to spell, but my phone kept auto-correcting it. <laughs> you care about her. Uh, but... Oh, and then the friend... I, like, I think it's very... The friend is a little bit... Her... I don't, the friend I... I don't understand how they were Which, friends. Which... Oh. The main friend. Uh, Rhiannon. Yeah. Yeah, that relationship is does seem a little bit. It was very odd. rocky. Yeah, consider well, I think I think there is an element of, uh, there, I think I think it was one of those things where Rhiannon needed Olive more than Olive needed Rhiannon. Like Rhiannon needed to be the alpha, 
and Olive was okay to just like go with the flow, which is why she ultimately got into the pickle that she got into is because she went with the flow and was too much of a people pleaser. Hey, yep. isn't Olive flow? Uh, Popeyes. Olive oh, oil. Ah, okay. Well, blow me down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, her name does happen to equal Olive. That's a good connection there. Sure. (laughs) I'll go with it. Um, But overall, the the performances in it are great. It's, I think I've just gushed about how great it was. Ken, what else do you have on your show? Uh, The only... Oh, uh, uh, at the... uh, the beginning of the climax when when uh after after olive has to fight off the guy who actually asks her out on a date and then actually tries to have sex with her and after at the lobster shack at the lobster shack yeah and then and then lobster todd gives her a ride home and admits woodchuck todd admits that (laughs) he's kind of into her and she asks why now my answer to that is because it's in the script (laughs) <laughs> it's um, in the script, the baby. Well, because timing worked. Out. I, well, and I think I think was. you could I think you could also maybe make the argument that, like, she just all of a sudden was in the zeitgeist, and it was maybe she was going to be off the market, and so you you know you don't know what you got till it's gone, sort of thing. Yeah, or if some yeah. Well, or he legit was the only person that really did care at that. Well, point, no, absolutely. Too. Like, and that's one of those. That's one of the interesting things about this movie is because he seemed to be about the person that still talked to her the same the entire movie. Right? Is is like the the yeah yeah like the circumstantial nature of relationships, and so like you know Todd seems to be this you know genuine take everybody at face value dude. He like he doesn't like he seems to get along. With everybody, he's yeah. like high fiving folks and just, you know, a, a general solid man about man of the people type type dude, soul of the earth kind of guy. Yeah. Um. And so it's it's not really out of character for him to be super chill, and decent and friendly with Olive because he's super chill and decent and friendly with everybody. Um. He doesn't he doesn't care. It's why everybody likes him. Um. That's why he was the mascot. I yeah, I think and you know, the mascot is an interesting is an interesting spot for him to be because it's not exactly cheerleader, it's not exactly jock, it's somewhere in between. Um but yeah, so it's 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 that's an interesting oh but but you know, and we, we see the we see her friend, you know, her friends her friendship with Rhiannon dissolve over the course of the movie. Because all of a sudden, Olive was more popular than Rhiannon, or for whatever reason. It yeah, was. it's it's unclear. And I there again, that's one of those things. Like, wait, what was the inciting incident that? Oh, it was because she hatched the plan to sleep with, or to to publicly have sex with. She had uh, publicly she had publicly uh, had sex with Brandon, the, the guy. Yeah, and then she at was the like, party, "You didn't tell me that you were even going to be there. I could have been there." Like like all this other stuff, like right? She could have been like right. she was well, really it, just but, upset that she wasn't there. Given, but it seems like given Rhiannon's 
social incl- inclinations, it seems odd that she wasn't at the party. I, I, I don't know. I feel like she said she was invited, but she didn't tell me. Yeah, she was it's going. one of those things that everybody's invited. Whether yeah. you are or you aren't, everybody's invited because everybody knows about it. Well, I wasn't invited to those parties in high school. Those were a thing. Um, you could have crashed. I didn't know they were things. So how would I? Have crashed? Well, then you then. But that's the thing. Like these types of parties only happen in movies. Oh yeah, the, the, they don't happen the part, in real life. Like those types of, of parties. Of course, I know that. I know that. Yeah. I know that most like you know in the beginning, unless like, you live in Boiling Springs. Well, no, like it's just funny because it's like yeah, like I just remember when my friends threw their first party, it was just a sausage fest. It was literally like fifteen guys. Too bad girls. there's gonna be so many chicks here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, oh, they yeah. just got that they rolled up and they're like, dude, man. Oh yeah, and then it, there's and then it, no one here. Well, yeah, and then it, yeah, it just became this thing where it was just like so many dudes, it was like a party two girls, house. and I was like, this is not a party. <laughs> it was a party at my house. That's how. And hey guys, how you doing? Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna. Here's a here's a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> I made buffalo chicken dip. You like buffalo chicken oh, dip? Oh, that's there awesome. <laughs> Our parties never bought any food. <laughs> the subside baseball from my high school. Uh, some so the subsequent parties they used to be a little bit bawdier, and then they came to my house, and they ended up my mom baked a lot of food and catered. And that yeah. And so it just as the basement's covered that we had like three Xboxes hooked up, and it just was like a night of like kind of the, like, <laughs> apparently. Like, this I does remember, not sound like a body party. No, the body part. That was the. This is the unbody party. This is my party. Then, like, then apparently I overheard like other people like, okay, but then like the other they they got like. The other the girls showed up, and then there was naked hot tub, and then I was like, I was at that party. What was I doing? <laughs> I was like, I was playing, I was playing Xbox <laughs> inside. You missed out. <laughs> I didn't know it was happening. You nerd. I was playing Xbox with my one friend, and everybody else that went outside, and we were like, Why I was is like, everybody yeah, outside? Why is everyone outside? It's fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hey, let's play some Xbox. That's I was like, Halo, bang, bang, gotta get good at it. No, but. Was this how much like was this movie nominated for like any awards or anything like that? Uh, I, if it I got Gold Globe it. nomination, uh, maybe. No, Gold Globe nominee for best performance by an actress in a motion picture, comedy, or musical. That's probably the biggest one. Okay, because I was gonna say because I feel like Easy A is what put at least because I I remember Zombieland, but I like easy. I feel like Easy A is what put Emma Stone for. Like on the map, if that makes sense. I think if it's easy, it was Zombie Land because they're both cult movies. Like there's select people that know and love these movies. Oh, okay. And they're hardcore for these movies, this movie and that movie. But then there's people that are like, "What is Easy A?" and they've never seen it. Yeah. Or like, "What is Zombie?" Like Easy A came and went from the movie theaters because no one saw it. Yeah. I also, I also, because <laughs> it was a clever comedy. People exactly. don't like clever. Don't like comedy. Clever. They, at that time, they wanted to see The Hangover. But also, what was, <laughs> what was really nice was to see that like they portrayed like. A girl who was actually smart instead of just being like I don't know. Oh yeah, she was smart and you, clever. You know what I mean? Like that. That's what I thought was really nice to to see to see like that being the main character instead of just being like a girl being like you know like like legally blonde. Your average ditzy blonde. Where I hate like you know somehow she was like she was just rich and had like did hard work but she was yeah like I just you know what I mean like it was just I. I enjoyed her character more than I enjoyed. It was a smart, capable character without a man involved in her. A lot of fake men, but... Yeah, I I liked it a lot. Uh, in the original script, the F word was used 41 times. The S word was used 13 times. Which S word? I know, right? That's the question. 
the C word was used three times. Uh-oh. The use of these words were later cut down in the final script so that it has to receive a lower rating of PG-13 as opposed to the R rating that it was going to get. I should have been R-rated. Probably. No, then it wouldn't have Probably been. a good I mean, choice. Then it wouldn't have. I like clever usage of swear words. Mm. If you just say the word fuck all the time for no good reason, yeah, it how many? How many times did they, did they say they cut the F word? The F word, 41. Jiminy cats. So 41 was, times. And you said it's a 90-minute movie? Yeah. That's... Once every two minutes. Yeah. That's insane. How's it going? Fuck. <laughs> but then you add clever usage of other words that mean swear words. Yeah. And it's so much funnier. I get you. Like it shows talent in writing and it shows talent in like hiding your. Yeah. Like your tendencies. Yeah. Well, no, I. Like. It was. I don't know. When I watched this movie, like it was one of the. It was nice to see a movie that wasn't like a raunchy comedy. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was like. When when I first saw it, I was thinking it was going to be very similar to Superbad. When I was like, "Oh, it's these high school kids," you know what I mean. And it was it was so funny without it having to go so overboard. Yeah, you know, you're still talking about how this girl is, you know, she's getting paid with like all these random things, like <laughs> sub, cards. Like, like like Subway gift cards. You know what I mean to say that she's. I really wanted an Office Max, a hundred dollars to Office Max. There's a label maker there. I had my eye on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I thought, like it, 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 it was, it's, it was a good, it was a good comedy. It's, it's fun. If you had went to the website freeolive.com, it led to Sony Pictures' website. Oh. <laughs> Which was the website she used at the end. Okay. Uh... Oh, the one of my favorite quotes from that was uh, when he talks about the dude having a Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just don't even get what this is about. And he's like, Oh, good for him. <laughs> the dude with the Coke Zero. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence originally auditioned for the role. Oh, I'm glad she didn't get it. I had one more piece of trivia that I can't find. This would have been that would have been a different movie with J Law in the in yeah. the lead. Like I think. Yeah, I think Emma Stone really... I think she's very diverse in her acting. And I think she was just the type to be that smart, funny, witty. I feel like Jennifer Lawrence, for me, just... I don't think she could have pulled it off. Yeah. Uh, The movie got rated, I guess, their version of R in the UK because of the word twat was used. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What's a twit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, interesting, but uh, the she also references this uh, that uh that this isn't a high school movie because it with uh like she's like you know high school movies with their good soundtracks and all that and I was like oh this movie does have a good soundtrack <laughs> as I was listening as she, after she said that I went this movie this movie and I was like oh it does have a good soundtrack and I was like ooh I like most of the songs <laughs> then it's, yeah the, the like I I think it would be interesting to watch this movie after watching some of the movies that it directly references. Yeah. You know, watch Ferris Bueller, watch 16 Candles, watch Say Breakfast anything. Club, watch Say Anything. Yeah. Watch the, the, How like I said, the, the handful of movies that it, that it directly references and then watch this movie and see what it echoes and see yeah, what it be... what it steals from or not necessarily steals from what it yeah. what it borrows what it it's what it's influenced by yes see see how much of the influence see how see what influences it wears on its sleeve 
Oh, and another scene I liked was at the end when all the people that she had paid, and then they were they got real mad when she just left the room. Oh, she didn't even get naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the only person that like seemed to care about anything she had said was Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. Who then, who then does a very good job of Lisa Kudrow walks by, she says something, and just is stoically staring at the computer, like with a with a half smile on his face because he's proud of what she did. Yeah. And not and just ignored Lisa Kudrow's terribleness. Oh yeah. Which, He's a, he is of age. And I was like, if he gets to be 21, I feel like he should, he can leave the school. I feel like at 18, they could, they could force to go to school. Yeah. yeah it's, that's an interesting, like th- that's one of those things that you can't think about. Yeah. Like, wait a second. Most, most high schools after you're 20, like once you're 20, I would think that most high schools would say, all right, this is, it's been real. It's been fun. It's no, been real I, fun, I, but you need to go get your GED. You need to stop coming. I actually here. found out it's up to 21. Oh, is it? Because um, at my school, at my high school, it was an international school, so when they would get kids from like, oh, the Philippines okay. and stuff, yeah, they would they would be so far off, so they would, like, you know, when they were in, the, these guys were, like, 18, and they would graduate at 21. So that's how, you know what I mean? So okay. okay. They, they made so because he was so close to 21. Yeah. So that's, that's how, yeah, I, I found out, because I was like, why? Because like, when my niece came to the United States, she was in the international school and i was like why is there like a 20 year old she goes oh she's like because he needed a like his his stuff didn't qualify so like they're up there to the, the qualifying level that he was yeah at. so yeah so basically yeah like until you're 21 you can still be in high school i don't know if that's nationally but at least no that and, makes sense because that's what that's that's what they could keep my brother in school because technically when my brother turned 21 they state this he's done because it's part of the state's problem yeah so so yeah, that sounds about right now that you mention it. Yeah. But I thought that was uh, yeah. Now 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 thinking about it, that all makes sense. Wow. Yeah. I just broke my brain again. He does that every now and then. He has little nuggets of truth. Thank you. That's what we do here on the Postman Podcast: little nuggets of truth. This is the Little Nuggets of Truth podcast. And also, that comes right after the this is your Switch podcast. <laughs> So are we going to go to Robot Punches? Robot Punches? Yep. Yep. Robot Punches, Robot Punches. All right. Tyler probably cut that entire thing. (laughs) He may have. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, probably. You want me to start off? Sure. Go right ahead. I give this movie a one out of five. Four. <laughs> no, actually, I'd give this movie, honestly, I'd give this movie a four. I think it was, when I first saw it, it just reminded me, like I said, like, it was seeing, she did an awesome job leading the role. I thought it was super funny. Specific, also, that song brought so back so many memories. Um, Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what this movie could do to make it a five, maybe, if, like, you know, it didn't. She really... actually did take her clothes off? No, I it think, needs it needs some tease. Tyler's titty count would have gotten up one. That's actually wrong. I think this movie would have gotten a five for me if it wouldn't have driven Amanda Bynes crazy. <laughs> that's that's. It lost a one due to, to <laughs> yeah. My crush is gone. No, know that Amanda Bynes, you will always have a special place in my heart, and that this movie will never be a five until you get better. So if Amanda Bynes called right now, you'd be like, "All right, I'm out, everybody. If, if, I'm moving. I'm moving to California. No, 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 goodbye, I'm gonna, everybody. I'm not leave my wife, but I'm gonna be like, listen, Amanda. I'm sorry you missed your time, but know that I, I, I care and love you as a human being and as a person. I, and I hope you get better. And until you 
until you succeed again, this movie will always be a four because you are a five. There you go. It's very romantic. Can I say? That's just so she keeps sending you those texts. <laughs> uh, I had to look it up because I because ironically up came on my Facebook memories. It was the top twenty five movies that had a profound effect on me, and I was like, I want to make sure that UZA didn't end up on that list because I really liked that movie, and I was like, why didn't it end up on that list? Because I really like it, so mm-hmm. I have to give it a five out of five because it's a lot of fun. It's solid performance, solid story. Yeah, keeps well. me entertained for all ninety minutes and flies by. Like I like Tyler was like maybe we could do it on Tuesday, but we but I don't I don't think we have time to watch the movie, and I was like, yeah, we got time. We got got. He's like, I get off at like seven something, and then driving there, and then Ken gets off at nine thirty still, and I was like, yeah, we got time to watch the movie. It's fine. <laughs> what I thought the movie was like an hour and. I thought the movie was short, so and it was short, but I thought it was shorter than it was. Yeah, I thought it was like a seventy-minute movie, and uh, Tyler had a bad day Tuesday, and I was like, okay, maybe we could try and move the podcast to Tuesday, like like Tuesday night, because I was like, we could try that. Maybe then you could do it if you wanted to do it. But he didn't. He didn't answer back to that after the fact. Because so. he had a bad day. Because he had a bad day. He's taking one mm-hmm. down. Poor Tyler. Yeah. He sings and it's all just to turn him around. <laughs> so he had a bad day. Actually, we probably shouldn't even sing that because the copyright claims. It's, it's gonna... parody. It's parody. Uh, it's fine. Okay. Parody's great. Right. Parody long. That song. It's you're like, parodying it. You're like. Fine. I got, yeah, I... and it's all. And also, you didn't sing it for thirty seconds. I, I just wanted to make sure. You know what I mean. I don't want to lose all this ad revenue. That don't want to lose our ad revenue. <laughs> they might want. They might want some of the increased stats. We did increase in listeners, though, which was very strange. Boom. Whoa! Yeah, we had a dramatic jump in listeners. So, hello, everyone. Awesome. Hi, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Ken, you're up. Oh, um. So my knee-jerk robot punch count for this movie was a four, but then Lewis started talking about giving it a four. I was like, I can't think of a reason why this movie shouldn't be a five. <laughs> he thought of one Amanda Bynes goes crazy so, I, I told you so <laughs> I think I'm going to split the difference and call this movie a four and a half okay. because that's what my gut tells me because you know that something happened to Amanda Bynes after this movie was done maybe that's it she went down the fucking crazy hole or maybe because this movie this movie also came out in September. I just see on the poster. Um. Wow, that's shockingly close to my birthday. Well, that's why you feel it's, it's actually so close. my my parents' anniversary that day. Um, now we know how Ken was made. <laughs> it was easy. Eh? <laughs> no, that, no, it was just that was just bedroom we don't budget. we don't gestate for a year. We gestate not, for not that you know. Maybe you were late, but maybe I was. I, I, you didn't want I to had leave. three Ken extra ages months. Dog ears. <laughs> yeah, no, like Ken just didn't want to leave the womb. You were a late bloomer. I had three extra months. He's like, no, no, in the oven. He can still talk. Yeah, he came out talking. Uh, no, Ken? back in. <laughs> no, but but we can agree the movie would have been a five. If <laughs> I already gave it a five. <laughs> it would have been a six in your point. You know what I mean? If, 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 if poor Amanda just didn't go batshit crazy after this. <laughs> R.I.P. Amanda Bynes. She's not dead. So, topics? 
Disney Plus came out with their new subscriber tiers, which is very intriguing for people, in case we because we talked about it before. Uh, they have a $12.99 streaming bundle with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. Because Disney owns ESPN and has controlling injury, owns a significant portion of Hulu. Uh, they yeah. own over, they own about, I think it was, I think it ends up being 60 to 70%. It wasn't, I, I forget. We looked it up a while ago. Yeah, they I don't already remember. had it with they had, 30, they had 30% with the Disney, with Disney. And then own. with Fox. Yeah. And then now they bought Fox's stake, which was another 30. So I think now they own. Oh, maybe that's it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Uh, Disney's taking full control of Hulu. Uh-huh. Uh, New York business. This is May 14th. That could be true. Uh, technically, they have controlling state. Hang on, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. I'm letting you, I'm letting you, I'm letting you, I'm letting you go. Uh, Comcast agreed to sell ownership stake in the streaming video service to Disney. The sale won't happen for at least another five years, but Disney will take full operational control of Hulu right now. Wow. They're just going to lowball the industry, and then everybody's going to be like, all right, well, why why should I pay to just have Hulu or Netflix when I can get Disney Plus and literally get everything? Yeah, pretty much. It's You know what I mean? And then eventually what Disney's going to do is once they got you, once they got their, their nasty needles in your veins and they shoot up that heroin, and you, they're going to have you hook, line, and sink, and they're going to be like, hey, listen, we're just going to raise it up a dollar. And it's gonna be well, another Netflix dollar. did to everybody. And it's gonna be another dollar. Okay. And then and then Disney became majority stakeholder in the streaming service after it closed the deal for Fox's assets mm-hmm. in March. And then when it looks like when AT and T bought Time Warner, AT and T agreed to sell. It's like ten percent. Yeah, it's nine point five percent. Back to Hulu. Uh, Comcast owns roughly a third. Under the terms of the deal, Comcast will sell its interest to Disney for Hulu's fair market value no earlier than 2024. And once they've got their hooks in here, uh-huh. they're going to raise it and raise it to the point where you got to put out a mortgage. So it's Netflix. So, so you can just make, so you can just get your monthly subscription. Okay. Netflix. Cable does it anyway. Yeah. So I don't have cable. Uh, yeah, I don't have cable. I hate cable. Uh, well, that's gonna, the thing. It's, it's like we're go, we're all go, doing go. away with, like we're just trading our our cable accounts for a bunch of different you know streaming services. And I still pay less. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, that's true. I just now is Disney going to be able to do a package where I can get Hulu, but get Hulu without ads? Maybe I don't know. I, um, I is there a Hulu tier without ads? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a okay. Hulu tier without ads. It's the more expensive tier. Yeah, but like, but the current the current thing is you're getting their basic tier for the twelve ninety nine. So you're getting the basic. Well, tier yeah. So tier. I would think that yeah, there would be a. And I don't care about. There'd the be ads. a, a twenty five dollar tier or something that would no. have probably cover all Hulu, that. What's no the next ads. tier after that? It's like eighteen ninety nine, and it's they just they throw HBO in there on top of it. Well, I mean, do I care much for HBO now that piece of shit Game of Thrones is over? Maybe. Well, the next Why don't Game you tell Thrones. us how you really feel about Game of Thrones? The next Game of Thrones will be coming there. You could, well, you're, well, are you going to watch all the spinoff shows? No. 
<laughs> I refuse to. Uh-huh. Until somebody says they're good. Because I'm not a sheep. Uh-huh. I'm a wolf. Bah. <laughs> and a wolf knows how to wolf get Wolf knows deals. to put sheep's clothing on. <laughs> <laughs> and then go, bah. No, I, I, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking so much shit, but honestly, like, like I told you guys earlier, if they added Spotify to this, I literally would be like, forget everything, forget, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd... Look that up. What? Does it say Spotify? Seems mm-hmm. like... I'm looking, I'm looking. All right, all right, you get the research down. Because it would, it would literally be such a great deal to not to have all that, and then have, like, the best streaming service, which is Spotify. Like, Spotify now has taken the number one spot for the best premium uh, music streaming uh, platform out there. Okay, yeah, so it just it just kicked Pandora to the curb. Yeah, and they're planning on adding... And I guess Amazon Prime, Amazon Plus, or music. Yeah, and Apple Music. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, Apple Music was never going to have the reach that... This, I think, I think now they have, um, I think they're planning on adding another 10 million subscribers this year, so... Wow. Yeah, I mean, not that I'm into Spotify a lot, but I... You're into Spotify? Uh, I like Spotify a lot. <laughs> Um, all in all, I just I just foresee that. Wow! Unlimited downloads. Download your favorites to watch where you want, when you want. I just feel that it's going to be oh, it's a gonna, disaster. If it for if it, in, it includes oh, it's going to clean house. So you they're eating. Like... They're absolutely going to eat Netflix's lunch. Yeah. Like I'm. I totally don't need Netflix. I mean, my my. I currently share Netflix with my mom, so. I well, I'll have to discuss it with her. If she wants to keep paying for Netflix, she can. But yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I mean, I understand Netflix has some of its originals, but like, but even their originals aren't worth it anymore. And you could just wait for the DVDs, like I did with DC Universe. Oh, they put their most popular stuff on DVDs and Blu-rays. Oh, like you could buy all of Orange Is the New Black on DVD, and you could buy all of what's that one? What was their first big show? Orange Is the New Black was their, their first. No, but really? they had a one before that, uh, House of Cards. Oh, no. They came out, like, around the same time, but I never watched House of Cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm just naming the two big ones yeah. that came out. Yeah, And then they're doing BoJack Horseman and Glow are also getting released on DVD. That's crazy. So, in short, you can... Yeah, I, I, you know, I wonder if Netflix is... I mean... Some of the original movies are actually might be worth it, because The Irishman came out, and I hear that that... I haven't watched the trailer for Oh, it. is it coming out for Netflix? It's a Netflix movie. Oh, that's awesome. See, that's the one thing, like... Well, they also have really good... The one thing I will say is that Netflix has really focused a lot on stand-up comedy and comedy in general. Yeah, that's... A... So, they, so like, you know what I mean? Like, I would keep it just if, like, you know, if they, like, I, I'm so glad that Dave Chappelle came back and, and did all the stuff with Netflix. So, like, I, a part of me, I'm really rooting for Netflix because I feel like they are the underdog. I'm rooting for Netflix to lower their price. That's what I would like to do. That's what they need do. to do. I don't know that they're if they do, going If they lower to... their streaming price, that's yeah. the way to do it. Uh... But the reason they have all this money is because they're charging for relatively nothing. Well, I, well, so, I, but I also wonder well it's not if that they're charging well, for no. nothing, but they're charging for stuff that I can get on like, places. Yeah. But the thing is, they don't release how much like their production values are. Like I heard that their one Netflix original show, uh, Marco Polo, was inexpensive. Was like their most ex- was one of the most expensive shows, and that's why they had to cancel because it was costing them like hundreds of millions of dollars. That's why The Irishman is on Netflix because no one the budget for it was the highest. It's it was the highest budget of any gangster movie that had been coming out. Wow! And Martin Scorsese's directing it, so, and they got all these other big guys up there. Yeah. But he wanted to use them and use the de aging stuff that like the tech that they were using mm-hmm. to de age like Cap and all that. Yeah. 
they're using that in that movie, and you can you can't even tell Joe Pesci is old. Wow, that's how that's apparently how good the trailer is. I am not watching. Uh, yeah, it, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna check it out. But yeah, like like it's funny because it's like even though right now Netflix is the powerhouse, they're definitely gonna be the underdog because like the fact that Disney has so much like and the fact that they like the fact that they can promote and say we have all thirty seasons of The Simpsons. And I, and I used to be. And a they lost friends, so it's so it's going to be hard for Netflix to even compete anymore. And the with office, school stuff. They're losing the office. Well, I'm just naming the two really big, long-standing shows that have a big following. Oh uh, yeah. Like the office is following kind of faded away, and then they're like, okay. really? Yeah, the office is. The office is still there, but it's uh, like. Office and oh, Parks office? and Rec, yeah. man. I will, I will rewatch those seasons. But yeah, like, I think if, you know, if Disney executives, you know, they're listening to what I'm saying. Throw Spotify in there. Bob Bob Aggers, listen to you. Listen, Bobby, throw Spotify up in that in that deal. You got me hook, line, and sinker. Uh, but uh, they're the 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 Disney Plus website doesn't talk about stuff at all. Um, doesn't talk about pricing or anything at all. Uh, the Verge article just talks about the twelve ninety nine bundle of Disney Hulu Plus. And ESPN Plus, and it is the ad-supported Hulu. So it looks like if you want non-ad Hulu, you have to pay for Hulu mm. without ads. That could change with other future. And models. like, is that the the question of like, like how will all these accounts yeah. talk to each other? Like, if I already have a Hulu account, can I co-opt my Hulu account Makes into? Sense. A Disney Plus account, or will I have to link my? Will I have to create a Disney Plus account and then link my Hulu account to it so I get, or what? Like that's one of those things that, like, how all that, and that's probably stuff that they're working out as we speak. I I do have two questions. One is, how many accounts can you have? Like, how many people can use that account? You know what I mean? When you get it, Mm, let me look. Disney Plus. Let me see if that's yeah. It's probably it's probably going to run similar to the other streaming services. Okay. So it's probably going to be something similar to that because most of that software and stuff is pretty standard. Yeah, and then second one is when they when they as soon as they're launching, are they already also launching their original titles? Like, are they going to have some already original shows coming out mm-hmm. at that same time? Or is at launch, gonna... Mandalorian's coming. Presumably, Disney will offer a way to upgrade to those pricier Hulu subscriptions. And that's that. Like that, that's a presumption, yeah. which makes sense. What it, the Mandalorian? The Boba Fett show. Oh. Okay. By directed by John Favreau. Okay. See, see, when you said John Favreau, that's okay. Happy. Yeah, there's, there's, they're dropping a bunch of new content as soon as the thing comes. Like, there's like four original movies coming on there. Now, do you think, do you think that they're gonna have the service to hand to handle it for it not to crack? You know what I mean? Like, are we talking uh, about Disney? Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, they, if they they've never done an online streaming service before, so that's that. Does, you know what I mean? It could it could make some history where like so many people sign up that the site could crash. When Game of Thrones came out, when the season when the like two years ago when their season premiere came out mm-hmm. and we were watching it on HBO Go, the site crashed because so many people tuned in, and that's a, and they were and they already had a streaming service, so. I can't imagine if the hype is so big and, you know, so many people are going to be like, yo, this is a great deal. When it, with the day that it opens up, I mean, I could assume it. It could. It's a possibility. But they've also have Hulu's knowledge on top of their own. Yeah. So they could just take pieces of Hulu and just add it to their own ideas. 
and then a Hulu doesn't didn't seem to do that, but I don't know. They, they, they uh, yeah, they'll be they'll there, to like most other places. Yeah, I was gonna say there, there absolutely is potential for yeah. some yeah for some tech hiccups. You know, like if if this launches on day one and everybody and their Spanish cousin shows up to watch The Mandalorian or yeah. some other piece of premium content. I, like I think that realistically. Uh, breadth of content will be Disney Plus's saving, no. you know, in that when it when it launches, it's if, not a ton of it's, it's original it's, stuff. It's yeah. a, well, it's a bunch of original stuff, but it's a bunch of original stuff. Yeah. It's not just here, everybody watch the Mandalorian and crash our site. Yeah. It's some people are going to watch the Mandalorian, some people are going to watch Lady and the Tramp, some people are going to watch this, some people are going to watch that, mm. some people are just going to want to binge watch the Simpsons. Yeah. You know, and that's Oh yeah. I wanna I wanna wanna go back through it all. And I also if it worked like the only thing I want them to do is now that they own it's always sunny in Philadelphia that need to put the episodes the moment they come out. Like they like with Hulu Hulu just released them like a couple weeks ago. Unless you get Hulu live, like you have to wait, but like now that it you know what I mean, like it all depends on, I think, probably, it's probably going to be another one of those things where it's probably increases, but that's just information that we don't have at this point. Right. Got it. Right. Uh, Next topic. But the, until November. And uh, just keeping on Disney. Disney the, Disney so far has been blindsided by uh, the struggles that Fox has been having in the box office mm-hmm. with uh, most of their movies doing relative garbage so far this year so disney's like where's some income here like they were because they were expecting some money to come in from maybe this if the dark phoenix movie maybe this maybe that oh so they feel like they got they feel like they feel like right now like so far they've so far taken a 170 million dollar operating loss only upon dark phoenix alone well that's what happens when they go back and do last minute reshoots yeah and then there's they they quote like Stuber and other things as Fox is like big. Oh uh, yeah, well we, we all expected Stuber to. I be really than wanted Stuber to be well, and, and, and partly my fault is that I didn't go watch it. I supported I, it twice. For oh, us, man. yeah, I did it for you, Camille Angiani. Yeah, listen, Bubba, we out there, we're supporting you, Dave Batista. We got you too. At least Elijah does. Yep. Uh, like so far this year, the only movie that has made it into the top twenty is Alita: Battle Angel say, at number nineteen. How good was that? It's fun. Um, it was fine. Uh, the 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 CGI teeth creeped me out. I know. I know. They, I know that they said that. Oh, she said that. Oh, oh, it's probably getting pretty late for me. Oh, fellas. So we'll do this, and then we can wrap it up for you. Okay. Uh, but. All in all, it's they're they they haven't seen as much as they wanted to, but they're gonna see profits coming anytime soon for their Marvel stuff, all that other stuff, and all the content that they're gonna put on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, because they're they've already announced some of the Fox products they got. They're gonna start doing launches of that on there too. They're doing Home Alone TV series. They're doing a Night at the Museum TV series. Uh, Are they gonna get Macaulay Culkin and Ben Stiller? <laughs> That'd be hilarious if they get Macaulay Culkin to redo a whole like it's his house. Yeah. Well, see, that I would be totally would be watch the Home Alone movies with like heavy set sort of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Have him be the dad. That yeah. would be interesting. I'd watch that. I would probably end up watching the first couple episodes and be like, okay, I'm done. 
I've seen Macaulay Culkin be Macaulay Culkin. Um, but it all depends. But it, yeah, it's stuff like that. And then av- all those avatars are coming. So uh, are they gonna yeah, be, but they're not gonna make any. Money. I was gonna say gonna I laugh my because there was a comment on the when Avengers came out. There's just some people comment. They're like, just wait till Avatar two. And I went, everybody. I wanted to be like everybody's been waiting for Avatar two, and everyone stopped caring. <laughs> so you think it's just gonna go directly on the streaming service? You don't think it's Avatar two is going to is going to theaters? It's going to theaters. Uh, when is that coming out? Next year, twenty twenty. I feel that it's gonna flop. Avatar two. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Oh, sorry, twenty twenty one. Even worse. That is a. Uh, a long time too late. <laughs> the, it, this, uh, this, there's this... Fu- there's four more Avatar movies planned and paid for. Wow. <laughs> All right. This well, this movie makes my head spin. My this this thing makes my head spin. I'm gonna have to Vin Diesel rumor. I'm right. sorry. Yeah, we'll end it without you. I'm sorry, my friends. Bye, Lewis. Bye, hey. Lewis. Yeah. Bye, guys. Love you all. Tell his eye. We'll do. <laughs> so yes, tell yep. your tell your wife we're sorry for keeping you out so late. Yep, yeah. we'll do. See you, bud. Despite See you the guys. fact that it's night, not Tyler. that late. Um, but all in all, I think Disney's going to make back their money, so it'll be. They've already made week. back their I know. money. I I know. It's just one of those things where they they've got five of the something. they've got half of the top ten. I know. They got and. Money. And and more to and, come and, this year. And four fifths of the top five. <laughs> and more They're, to come. Like Disney is not in any financial trouble. Oh, God no. I'm at not all. worried about Disney either. Not, if, <laughs> yeah. yeah they Disney, had the top five. They had the top five until freaking Spider Man came along. Yeah, and they get they get some money yeah, out of that deal too. Not a lot of money, but they get some money out of that deal. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it blows my mind so far this year as to how many Disney movies are going to be up there if I think about it. It's going to be a good year for Disney. But all in all, I think Fox made a good choice selling to Disney because I think Fox would be on the huge trouble financial end if everything... Well, yeah, that's why they were willing to, that's why they to, were willing let, to, sell. to yeah. let Disney buy them up. But... I guess that will end for us this to, for tonight. Unless you have anything else to add there. No, I'm good. All right. Our, send us an email to thepostermanpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website at thepostermanpodcast.com. Find us on Twitter at thepostermanpodcast. Check us out on Instagram at thepostermanpodcast. And find our Facebook by searching for, guess what, The Posterman Podcast. And that will do it for us this week. Next week, hopefully, will be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. If not, it will probably be whatever Lewis picks. Okay, sounds like a plan. Sounds like a night plan. Catch you later. Good night, everybody. Don't forget.